Welcome to the Texas Oil & Gas Podcast, the show dedicated to bring you the news from the oil patch deep in the heart of Texas, with your host, Ryan Ray and Josh Shelton. Welcome to the Texas Oil & Gas Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in to today's episode. This is episode 75, episode 75. I'm your host, Josh Shelton, with my friend and co-host, Ryan Ray. Ryan, busy week this week for you, man. You've been all over place man i got back to texas uh wednesday night i left a week ago tuesday so i've been all over the place like you said uh was in texas obviously down in houston was in louisiana for a day i was in mississippi for a day alabama for a day and a half back to louisiana then finally back home in the great state of texas so it was a uh it was a crazy crazy eight days but i got to take the family with me so that wasn't too bad uh, and then speaking of travel, I'll be up at the University of Oklahoma next Tuesday from 5 to 7. Um, I will be speaking there on how to present yourself in the oil and gas industry. And so it's going to be a good, I think, a good event. Good good time to get out meet with some local college students at the University of Oklahoma. And it will be at the Sarkis Energy Center on 100, 100 Boyd Street in Norman, Oklahoma. The event starts at 5 o'clock. And I think it goes to seven. So I have a I have a short presentation, and then I'll be taking questions on eh, anything I can answer. And so um, jobs or industry questions or whatever. So that's next Tuesday, September the fourth, up in Norman, Oklahoma. And um, a couple other things, Josh. While I'm thinking about it, we had um, we got a new new sponsor, a new sponsor this week, and um, Cowboy Reed sent me a message and, and and as i promised if cowboy reed revealed himself to me i would let him sponsor the show so this week's podcast is sponsored by superior energy services and you can find out more about superior energy by going to superiorenergy.com um and so i know <laughs> it's funny because i talked to um reed goodman he sent me a message and says hey that was me and he explained to me you know kind of how it happened i said well look man you guys get the sponsorship on me. So Superior Energy Services, they're out there in West Texas handling all kinds of good stuff for you people. Um, Superior Energy Services serves the drilling, completion, and production-related needs of oil and gas companies worldwide through a diversified portfolio of specialized oil field services and equipment that are used throughout the economic life cycle of oil and gas wells. And that's superiorenergy.com. Go check those folks out. Objection. Objection. I, uh, right. <laughs> well, uh, just just for future reference, uh, to get the free sponsorship, you gotta you gotta bag on <laughs> next time because uh, otherwise we take cash, check, or money order uh, for for sponsorships. So we, uh, matter of fact, right, I saw somebody else posted a review uh, August twenty fifth. Patrick Moreland. The, uh, the title of the the review is awesome podcast for oil and gas industry, but he said Josh and and then are the best. Great banner and great industry knowledge. No, so Patrick, he, he uh, did not he, say Josh and Landon. <laughs> he didn't say Josh and Landon. He did say Josh and Landon. He said Josh and Landon, really? Yeah. <laughs> I read it and it thought it said Ryan and Landon. I didn't even No. Josh and Landon. He's got it straight, man. So uh so Patrick is uh he's he's order's been restored. He's uh he's lining things out and uh Man, we uh, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, you know, no, no, no. See, I gotta, I gotta talk to my boy Patrick here. Patrick, you know, when you sent me that message and you're like, "Hey, I need some help with some water stuff," 
I gave you a contact, and then you can come and you're gonna run me over like that, man, <laughs> man. And I thought it said uh, he got me, he threw me under the bus like that. That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> well, Patrick's not no longer entered into the drawing, but everyone who who's who does not do something like Patrick is, and that drawing is coming up. It's September uh, the 14th, I believe. It's September the 14th. So it's just right around the corner. And be sure to leave a review. If you have left a review, um, something that we can read on the air. We can't see the stars. We don't know what that means, uh, who that is, rather. Then you will be entered um, to, to, to win. So if you've done that, you're entered to win. And if you haven't, you've got just a little bit of time to get that done before the um, before the drawing is over. He did say Josh and Linda. I looked it back up. That's sorry, dog. <laughs> That's sorry, dog. Okay. Well... <laughs> man that just, that just breaks my soul um anyway so be sure to get that in and speaking of just one other thing josh um september 21st sergio Chapa will be sitting in the hot seat alongside myself at the 20 holes event 20 holes.com for more information about that well ryan we have two guests coming on today greg and Cody, uh, we're going to have them coming on in just a few moments. So we want to go ahead and get to our Texas Roundup, our Texas Roundup, where we feature news, articles, mergers, uh, acquisitions, anything that we think uh, is you know, newsworthy for deals that are going on in the Texas area. So the first one we have, Ryan, is uh, from the Oil and Gas Journal. Freedom Oil and Gas begins continuous drilling program in Eagleford. Uh, we're going to link this in the show notes if you want to go and check it out. But uh, Freedom Oil and Gas around the Eagleford area should be some opportunities coming available uh oil and gas firm acquiring Eagleford acres resumes trading this is Oracle Energy Corporation Oracle Energy Corporation looks like they're also going to be doing some uh, some deals in the Eagleford they're acquiring some land and uh and trying to do some trades to with a couple of other companies around the Eagleford area then we have superior superior drilling products uh, not so sure how uh, relevant this is, but it is uh, it, it is expanding operations to Abilene, Texas, so it could be some possible job job opportunities there. And then uh, U.S. shale shale producer Magnolia Island tripling in size. Uh, they are you know hoping to triple in size, and uh, so that's someone we want to keep an eye on, see if they follow through with their plans, and and uh, hopefully they'll turn things uh, turn things into a successful you know year, and hopefully a good next year as well. Yeah, and I got a couple things to add to the roundup, Josh. So first off, I had a couple listeners reach out to me this week. Um, one was Josh uh, Busby. He works for Energy Transfer Partners, and he sent me this, which was a really cool update. And this is according to Forbes, America's Best Large Employer List. So Forbes, America's Best Large Employer List. Um, Energy Transfer last year was 352 out of 500. This year, they're number 60. And so congratulations wow. to Energy Transfer. Um, first off, you know, oil and gas always has an uphill battle to fight in the PR market. So good for them just to be on the list. But to go from 352 to 60, uh, mm. we, talk, we talk about places to work, man. <laughs> Might have to submit an application over at Energy Transfer. Um, so, no, kudos to those guys. Um, thanks, Josh, for sending that in. Also had a listener I won't name um, who works for one of the clients that we've mentioned before in the roundup. And he sent me a note asking about a, an article that we talked about. And anyways, he said, um, he said, but let's see here how he put it. He goes, thanks for calling 
all of the vendors to call our company after we did a certain acquisition. <laughs> and I got to thinking about that. I was like, yeah, I guess if you work for that company, you're like, hey, these are good folks to go work for. <laughs> they they have to deal with the aftermath of, of all the phone calls. So to you, sir, I do apologize. Um, but but I, I just kind of got a kick out of that. And then the final thing is, Josh, um, a list of open season pipeline projects I came across, I shared on LinkedIn um, today, but just a couple of them here are some just open season pipelines projects that are that are going through that process right now. Um, there's um, the CJ Express, the Midland Crude Systems. What, let's see here. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Midland Crude System supplica- Supplemental Open Season, um, and then we have a couple more here that are in Texas. Uh, the Greater Chickadee Crude Gathering. I like that name. The Greater Chickadee. Uh, Epic Crude Oil Pipeline, which we talked about before. Um, and then there is one more, I believe. No, that's it. That's it. So a couple of open season pipelines in the state of Texas. So you're in the business. You know what that means. You know how you can capitalize on those opportunities potentially. I did share that on LinkedIn. So if you're connected with me on LinkedIn, you can um, pick up that information there. And finally, Josh, I know we didn't mention it. You hadn't listed here, but I did want to bring it up. Um, Powder River Basin, Wyoming. I know it's Texas Oil and Gas Podcast, but if you got some folks up north, there is some stuff going on. Josh pulled a great article about the Powder River Basin. Ellen and I discussed this on the Energy Week podcast. And so, um, yeah, be sure to uh, to check that out if you have some folks in the, the Balkan or Colorado area, and you can get over to Wyoming pretty easily. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes. I took it out just because there's so much going on today. I thought, well, you know, that would be a uh, – a less important one to hit, but it, it looked like a good story, you know, a good, uh, some definitely some opportunities should be coming up. Well, and you know, I think the, if I remember correctly, you know, we talked last week about, you know, like sixty-five, $70,000 an acre. They're buying acreage up there for like $4,000 an acre. And we talked about before on the show, you know, if you can't afford to deal in the Permian, there's nothing wrong with that. There's other spots. And this is a spot where folks can get out there and, uh, and make some hay. So, Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps up uh, everything for the Texas Roundup. Uh, rig count. Uh, the rig count was 1146. Uh, 1146. So from drilling info, uh, 1146 for the week. So I think it's right where it was last week, you know, within a few, within a you know, two or three. Well, today we have a special guest coming on the show, Greg Williams. He's the founder of RigLinks. Uh, you can find out more information by going to RigLinks.com. That's R-I-G-L-I-N-X, RigLinks.com. Greg, glad to have you on the show, buddy. How's it going this morning? Hey, it's going fantastic. It's, uh, it's, it's great to be uh, great to be invited. Well, uh, Greg, tell us a little bit about RigLinks, your website, what it's for, what its purpose is how it's grown over the last year sure thing man uh yeah so first and foremost we are a uh, a social network of uh, oil and gas professionals we have close to 1100 members on the platform We're adding anywhere from five to ten people a day we've got uh people in 87 different countries so yeah members from all walks of life and all ethnicities and all positions in oil and gas. So she's uh, got about 4,500 hours of development into her. And uh, uh, next up, we'll be launching our video sharing, which allow members, uh, of course, the same luxuries as all the rest of the social media platforms out there. But 
we integrate some new things called uh, Slice, where we kind of uh, twisted up the sharing and tagging features and kind of made them our own. But yeah, it's a great place to connect with people and you know someone in the same craft. Or if you're just looking to make some uh, new friends in the industry, we just released the uh, or launched the sorry launched the business support through our media outreach. So that's using all the major uh, media platforms to kind of some support small to medium-sized businesses kind of entering the oil and gas markets for the first time so they uh those guys moving in are working at a reduced budget so we're trying to trying to help them out there and get them get them out in the mainstream as much as we can so yeah so greg what made you decide to create uh rig leaks what was the interest in you uh in a creating application like this um is it your background in the industry or going through the downturn or what, 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 what inspired this idea? I think the, uh, the, well, the main reason for the idea was I had seen so many people that uh, started, well, kind of started at the beginning of the downturn, but I saw so many people that was just frustrated with kind of the, the media outlets that, that were available at a time, you know, so, so you take like the likes of LinkedIn and Facebook and there's thousands of different groups and there's thousands of other things for people to connect on, but there wasn't anything like really focused on us. So the, uh, you know, with my background, you know, it's 24 years I've been in and my, one of my partners, uh, he's been in about 15 years and then our development team's got another 15 years in uh, in software and uh, application so it was just a it was just a an, an idea that kind of I just sat down and started you know writing kind of a scope out and then followed it all the way through with the plans and we went to the table and got the budget and worked through it and it's 100 percent self-funded no outside funding so we're uh, and we're still 100 percent self-funded so Right, and Josh mentioned the website a minute ago. The the app, as I have it, is on the um, Android and the iPhone, so you can get it in either the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store. Uh, download it. Takes just a, I don't know. I've been on the app for a while now, but it just takes just a few seconds to get it set up. And um, you you mentioned a minute ago that you're going to add videos. That's kind of a, a good feature. Um, one of the things that that I'm curious about, just from the response from the industry, is as you mentioned, like on LinkedIn, you know, I have I don't know a couple thousand people I'm connected with on LinkedIn, but you know, I get like this morning someone, some financial advisor connected with me trying to pitch me some financial advice or something, um, you know, and that's not really relevant to my networking. You know, I'm trying to work with a certain group of people on all my social media platforms. Actually, I, I usually have them very targeted to certain groups that I want to interact with, whether it's Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram, um, but LinkedIn is more my business oil and gas type stuff that I, I'm looking for. Um, so creating a platform like this is nice because you kind of get, you, you know, I don't have a problem with financial advisors, but I, there's a good. It's good to have a spot where you're not hounded by people who are outside the industry. It's more industry related stuff. And I'm sure you've got a lot of good feedback on that side of things. Yeah, the it was about <clears throat> before we actually cranked up the first version there was probably about six months worth of uh just you know going through other social media platforms and looking at the best way to kind of target uh our audiences and try to bring across the best message of you know hey we're here to support you know you it's it's this is built for this industry so one of the things is that you know with 500 million members on the platform 
You know, LinkedIn is the business to business network. You know, so the largest amount of revenue that LinkedIn, you know, creates is from business to business. It's not uh, business to a person per se, or say like, you know, somebody pitching you financial advice. There's, there's almost no, there's not a whole lot of money to be made in that part of it. You can get a few prospects, but the largest thing is connecting businesses to each other there. And that's where business service to business service is normally where they have a huge impact. I mean, I have, um, I think there's well, 28,000 contacts now. But what I did was, um, is my contact or my base group of contacts there are almost 100% oil and gas people. You know, so we, I went through there and just looking at the, the people that, you know, that could benefit from, you know, use of a platform like this. And we, I just started chatting with everybody, you know, months prior. You know, so we just built up that network. Okay, you mentioned. Well, a few Greg, I also go, see. Go ahead, Josh. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Go ahead, Ron. I was gonna say you mentioned a few times you've been in the industry for a long period of time. I think when I first came across you, um, you know, obviously I, I, I met you through uh, the folks over at Oil Country Media and Rig Links, but shortly thereafter, um, you, or I was made aware that you have a book out um, about. A very significant moment in the oil and gas industry, especially here in the United States. Um, obviously, I'm talking about the Gulf of Mexico disaster on the Deepwater Horizon that happened back in 2010. Uh, for the audience that don't know, give us kind of your background with the with the Deepwater Horizon um, and what made you want to write this book. Yeah, so my my background with the Horizon was in uh, 2000. One, I, I I joined the vessel just after I joined the rig just after it got to the Gulf of Mexico and it was uh, demobilizing from its first whale with uh, with BP Blue's image was the first whale and um, I was uh, I was being I was transferred over from from another rig that Transocean was selling at the time and and I was given an opportunity to go to either the Deepwater Horizon or the Discover Enterprise at the time. Discover Enterprise just getting started up, been in operation about a year and a half, first dual activity rig. So I'd been given two significant choices there and was quite proud to have the choice of either. And I chose to go to the Deepwater Horizon. So I went over there and was there from then until May, uh, May of 2008. And worked all the way up from uh, a floor hand up to driller before I departed. And so, w- what made you, you know, want to sit down and, and, and write this book? I mean, obviously, this story's been covered, and there's you know major motion pictures, and you know there's uh, testimony and all this stuff out there. But um, you know, obviously, I have a copy of the book. Um, it has a very personal feel to it when you read it, but. What inspired you to, to, to take the time putting putting out a book? It's a lot of work. So what, what inspired you to um, you know sit down and write the book? And just real quick, the book is called Our Horizon in the Moment. You can find it on Amazon. We'll link to it in the show notes. But walk me through that process of um, sitting down and interviewing these people and you know the emotions that you went through as well. So originally, the idea behind the book was just to have something. It started as capturing my memories. You know. None of us are getting any younger. You know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably speaking just for myself here, but <laughs> so it was more, it started as just a project for me to kind of capture my notes because, or, you know, my memories, because as, 
as time was passing by, you know, a few years after that, I didn't, I started the book in 2015 or so. So that was, that was a few years after. So things have a way of kind of getting away from you if you don't capture them somewhere. So it started as kind of just a labor of love. So what I wanted to do um, initially was gather everything I could find, you know, anything that was of any, you know, substantial reference and create kind of like a, like a Wikipedia site about the entire thing and about the entire history of the rig and the life of the rig. And anyway, I said, well, uh, how about I just tell a story, you know, and the story starts off with, you know, it's kind of like it's my last hitch on board the rig. Right. So that's the way I, I take the reader through the through the book is that, you know, I departed the rig in May of 2008 after being, you know, with the rig for so many years. So it was a it was a bit emotional for me leaving leaving the rig uh, then as well as the, you know, the loss of life that took place there was was absolutely heartbreaking for me because the crew that was lost was was my drill crew. It was the crew that I was drilling on, you know, whenever I left the rig. So that was my floor hands, that was my derrick hands, that was my ADs, that was my that was my crew and my tool pusher. So, you know, it holds a special place for me. And so I, I had to figure out a way to kind of memorialize, well, my memories plus their memories, as well as the absolute fantastic, you know, work history that the, with, that the rig had done and all of its accomplishments. So it, I, I had to figure out how to do it and do it, you know, methodically. So it took me a while to get everything together, but, but yeah, I mean, it's a combination of my life on board the vessel with the lives of the other guys and the girls that, that worked there throughout the years. You know, it, it goes into some of the layman terms of, uh, what a rig of that magnitude was able to accomplish in, in such a short span of, you know, of its operational period. You know, I was, like I said, I wasn't the original crew, but I came on just shortly after, but, you know, going in, leaving it and going into research and development, you know, so it's just kind of a flashback through certain memories that I had. And then I connect them with certain, certain time frames and certain things, you know, about the equipment and some about the process. And it is all in layman's terms where people don't can, kind of get bogged down. So the average person can pick it up and read right through it. You know, I enjoyed all my years working on that vessel as well as working with the crews and, you know, it's basically a tribute to those people and to and to the rig and you know some of the greatest people I've ever worked with then you know and I still call them friends today. You know, it was published in August the fifth of two thousand seventeen, a little over a year ago, and we've sold about two thousand copies. So, Our Horizon in the Moment is the book. You can pick it up in paperback, Kindle, or if you're like me and you have Kindle Unlimited, you can pick it up for free. Um, and hey, if you pick it up for free, a little inside baseball here. And you, you go all the way to the end of the book. Because if you go all the way in the book, my boy Greg gets paid. So don't pick it up on Kindle Unlimited and just sort of sit there. Just go all the way in the book and uh, make sure my boy Greg gets paid. Greg, thank you for your time today. Rig Links, which is on iTunes and Google Play Store, download it. That is the probably the largest only oil and gas social media network that I'm aware of on 
for the um, for the iPhone or Android. You can get it there for free. It's free to sign up. Uh, connect with me. I'm on there. Greg's on there. Uh, the folks over at Old Country Media, they're on there. So a lot of people that we've had on the program at various times are there. Pick up a copy of the book, Our Horizon, in the moment. It's on Amazon, Kindle, paperback, as I mentioned. Um, uh, Greg, I know you have some future projects. We're running out of time, so we can't get to those today, but we will get you back on. We have more to say about that. We can kind of tease it for now. Um, anything else you want to plug or promote before we get you out of here today? Just a little bit of peace. You know, there is a, a follow-up documentary coming to, to the book by major media network. So we can discuss that on, on one of our next episodes. Yep. We will get you back on. We have more details about that. I look forward to hearing about it. Greg, I know you are somewhere across the world for us. And uh, thank you for making time for us today. It's always great to talk to you. And uh, hopefully see you at an event here in Texas before too long. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure, Ryan and Josh. You you guys have a great day, and thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Okay, we have another special guest coming on today. This is Cody Clark. He is the president of U.S. Safety Sign and Decal. U.S. Safety Sign and Decal. We're going to link to his website uh, in the show notes. Cody, appreciate you having, it on, having you on today, buddy. How's it, how are things going this morning? Uh-huh. I appreciate it uh, for having me uh, on, Josh and Ryan, and uh, things going great. It's football season. I'm excited. <laughs> hey, hey, I got to ask you, what's the weather like up there? Because I'm going to be up in your neck of the woods next Tuesday. Is it is it cooled off, or is it hot like it is down here in Texas? Yeah, you need uh, you got to start saying the word boomer sooner. Uh, <laughs> I heard you were going to be up this way, so. Uh, it's uh, your typical muggy at 90s, so Houston weather. Oh, see, I'm, um, uh, see no. I'm north of Houston, though. It's a little drier where I'm at, so it's not, not that mugginess. But uh, maybe right. bring we in the cold you. front for me next week. Bring a nice cool front in for me. Get it down to about 55, 60. That'd be nice. I'll do what I can on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cody, just, yeah. don't wear, just don't wear orange up here, Ryan. That's the best advice I can give you. Just don't wear orange. I am a I am a <laughs> Texas Tech Red Raider fan, so we're okay. Uh, I can't. I mean, I oh. can't even talk smack. So it's you know, I, I'm like basically can't say anything while I'm in Oklahoma. Well, you'll be all right. Yeah. I'll keep you safe. <laughs> Well, Cody, uh, we, we have some information here we wanted to kind of touch base about. You know, you, uh, you mentioned in one of your, your emails that uh, the, the shift in how procurement in the oil and gas industry is changing. Uh, can you share with some of our listeners how you see some of that changing, uh, you know, specifically how procurement in the oil and gas industry? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I've been on the opposite side being a customer uh, of uh, being involved in oil and gas and EMP companies. And one of the things that, you know, we always strive to do was get the best product uh, on time and uh, for the best price. In the days where you, uh, your uh, managers in the field or so on had company credit cards, could go run up and buy a part uh, here and there to get the, to keep their uh, project going that time, you know, that's gone. And uh, so as a company, a U.S. Safety Sign, we had to take a new approach, and I really had to, uh, you know, implement what I call lean processes within our company and organization to see, you know, what makes us successful, what makes us 
successful is having great vendors. So I looked at our vendors and uh, leaned out our processes to get the best vendors that uh, fit our needs. Then I really started looking to see uh, how can we better help make our customers and partners more successful. And by doing that is streamlining the process. So procurement, uh, um, you're purchasing buyers and so on. Uh, What we have done as a company, we have uh, streamlined the process for one, it uh, standardizes all the safety uh, signs and other products within our company. It also, uh, it short tracks them where they can go to one location, pick what they want, and it's linked directly to their uh, purchasing and buyer group where all they have to do is actually make one click and approve and it uh, comes directly to us. So what I've done is we have developed customized shopping carts for our existing customers and our new customers. And what that'll, uh, just for lack of a better term, if you can kind of envision Amazon. So what we do is we get with the uh, groups within these companies and we find out what signage they need and we customize it with their company logo or, you know, all their sign could be customized. And we identify with part numbers. And what we do is we build a customized catalog. And um, once we do that, then their IT department grabs that URL uh, to their shopping cart. Then they put their back-end data, which is their purchasing POs or credit card and so on. And then they implement it in, throughout their whole company and said, you know, all safety signage, go to this URL, check out, and it hits one PO, hits us, and we give them live updates to uh, when we receive the order to the day that it uh, it ships. So um, the amount of feedback that I've got received from that has been tremendous. And, you know, the other key thing that a lot of people don't uh, realize or has brought to their attention, because people don't walk around and think about safety signs, safety signs, safety signs all the time. So it's my job uh, to educate them. So just like today, I'm sure as you came into the office or every day in your travels, what, what does everybody look at? They look at signs, right? Signs are everywhere in our lives. And uh, so... Uh, ANSI Z535 is a recommended practice for safety signage in the oil and gas industry. Uh, Last year, OSHA in 29 CFR 1910-145 is now referencing that, which basically makes it law, where it says that your safety signage must have a header, must be a certain color, must have a picto and verbiage next to it. So with that being said, you know, it also states in there all, uh, all new signage must meet the standard along with replacing old signage. So with that, you know, it is the driving force in the industry and, and a lot of uh, companies are conforming to that new standard. So as a company, we've kind of, you know, fast tracked that to where 
we're providing the shopping cart that's customized to their needs and can always be updated uh, uh, as they grow and, uh, and expand. So it's kind of a one-stop shop they can check out. Literally, it takes them, uh, you know, less than five minutes to do an order instead of setting, you know, going through five to six people to get approval, waiting on POs and so on and so on. So, and it helps them streamline their process internally. So it's kind of a niche that we found and, uh, you know, things that we do as a company to try to see what we can do to help uh, our uh, customers, I call them partners because they are a partner in our success, and uh, we definitely want to help them be successful. And this is just one of the things that we do to help them be more successful. So, Cody, help me out here. How do you keep up with all these regulations? Because <laughs> I hear you going through all this stuff, man, and uh, it sounds like it's a full time job just keeping up with the change in rules and regulations. Uh, it is. Yeah. You know, my background, uh, a little bit about my background. I started digging ditches in the oil field. Then I, uh, with the, they promoted me to rebuilding uh, uh, mud pumps and swivels and blocks. And a lot of people don't know what swivels and blocks are out there because we have top drives now. But uh, and, uh, and engines. And at the time, I thought that was a demotion. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, and uh, then I came up all the way from uh, floor hand and worked all the way up to a vice president. Then I became uh, director of uh, HS&E. So, and I was part of API, sat on many boards and uh, helped develop standards and things to that nature. So it's kind of my background to always stay on top of, uh, you know, the standards that are changing out there. And they're, they're changing all the time. And it is a full-time job. Um, so, you know, specifically in what we do, you know, I definitely pay attention to them particular standards. So, um, people are, uh, you know, when I bring this standard up, they, they, the first thing they always say, well, I'm, I didn't know that. And I said, well, that's why you have us. We're, we're here to help you. Right, right, right. And ussafetysign.com is the website, ussafetysign.com. Um, you know, I haven't talked to you, I guess, probably since uh, you came on for our special episode for the uh, Patterson 219 event back in Oklahoma. That was back in earlier this year. I can't remember what it was now, March, April, something like that. It's been been a few months ago. Um, you know, what are some of the changes that you've seen as the industry has ramped up? Um, what are some of the things that you might want to let listeners know if they're out there on a rig or, you know, in an office environment? What are some of the things that you guys are seeing that are kind of slipping through the cracks that as an industry – we need to be watching out for? Well, a lot of, you know, you always trend the type of incidents out there and, uh, about, you know, slips, trips, and falls. And the best advice that I could give you, regardless if you've got 30 years experience in the oil and gas industry, or you just got a week in the oil and gas industry is pay attention to your surroundings at all times. And, uh, latch on to your mentors and learn from them. You know, there's an old saying in the oil and gas industry, the only dumb question asked is the question not asked. So don't be a, my best advice. Do not be scared or intimidated to ask questions um, because uh, it's a lot easier to work with a five man crew than a three or four man crew. So and by doing that, that, you know, is 
creating a team atmosphere. Right. So that's, that's the best advice that I could give you. And, you know, some of the exciting things I just saw yesterday is the, uh, the powder river basin, uh, going to be the new, uh, yeah. spot to be in Wyoming and, uh, pretty excited about that. Um, you know, a lot of there's a lot of uh, focus on that right now. So we want to be a huge part of that as well. Right. Well, and a couple of things you are a huge part of. Obviously, you work with us and Old Country Media. You are our hard hat sticker sponsor. So if you're getting a hard hat sticker, thank the folks over at US Safety Sign and Decount. And you can see why we partner with them. They know their stuff. Um, Cody and his team there. USSafetySign.com. You can give them a call at 800-678-2529. You guys have a lot. You're on top of it. You have a lot of cool stuff with stores. I know the website, you're, you're saying you're kind of tweaking it right now. But that's because you got a lot of new features coming up. Um, Cody, I know we're up against the clock here. So anything else before we let you get out of here today? Yeah, just don't look at us as just a safety sign company. Anything that you can think of, uh, possibly think of shirts, decals, embroidering, uh, cups, mugs, koozies, anything like that we can do. I know it's so quick to call somebody just right down the road. It's local. Um, you, uh, our our company is so quick of getting things out and, you know, we sponsor a lot of, uh, as you know, the golf tournaments and stuff out there in the industry. So, you know, we want to be a partner in your success. So anything, any type of events that you have coming up, please don't hesitate to give us a call and uh, we'll be more than happy to help you. All right. Well, Cody, again, USA Design dot com thanks for your time today thanks, thank Cody. you ron and josh appreciate it well i want to thank uh greg williams and cody for coming on uh, our show today we're going to link to some of their information in the show notes uh, riglinks.com very cool platform a kind of a social media platform for folks that are wanting to connect with people in the oil and gas industry and cody's website the president of safety sign and decal we're going to link to his uh website in the show notes really appreciate them coming on great information some great uh resources to leverage if you need them uh ryan i think that that wraps us up for today man is that it yeah i think that's it the folks at us safety sign decal are sponsoring the signage um i think at the event for the 20 holes so um they might have some folks there as well but yeah i think that's it josh and again our sponsor superior energy services superior energy services serves the drilling completion and production related needs of oil and gas companies worldwide through a diversified portfolio of specialized oil field services and equipment that are used throughout the economic life cycle of oil and gas wells and you can catch them at superiorenergy.com josh it's a good show patrick moreland we're no longer buddies and until next time keep climbing Thank you.